bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got AIDS. spoiled movie reviews Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live, wait, well, we're coming to y'all on delay because we are live in real life, <laughs> but y'all won't hear this shit till later. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a movie review podcast for people who've seen the movie, don't ever plan on seeing the movie or don't care about spoilers because we spoils the movie. And today's movie is no exception. It is Lightyear. Um, and we're going to talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, score from zero to five. And we have a few comments to get to for some of our latest reviews. Yay. Uh, Lightyear is a spinoff from the Toy Story franchise. And it starts by telling you it's the movie that the toy was based on. Which is an interesting take because, like I said, I didn't know that. So, I was, I was, so in my mind, I was like, but well, why do they look like they just reboot? Like, I could not understand. But when they said that, I was like, oh, this is okay. This movie makes more sense because this is something that, you know, in the Toy Story world, we wouldn't know. We just know he just loves Buzz Lightyear and nobody knows the story behind it. I think it's a smart way to show. I think it's a smart way to, to, to build in the meta part of this, like recasting buzz lightyear's voice as chris evans instead of uh that racist uh tim the tool man taylor um all right so uh, the plot uh while spending years attempting to return home maroon space ranger buzz lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source um all right uh starring chris evans kiki palmer who's like the it girl right now taika watiti um i did not realize either one of them was in this movie yeah i knew kiki palmer's voice uh and taika's voice as mo uh uza aduba is in here as alicia hawthorne um and uh peter son plays socks um so uh, isaiah whitlock jr who has a very recognizable voice for those of us that watch the wire uh commander burnside um so it's pretty you know decent cast but not they didn't go all out with casting famous iconic voices but just some good actors uh all right karen let's talk about what we liked give me something you liked one thing i liked about it and i'm i'm a beat roger to the point it was colorful it was damn it son of a bitch i know i know i'm gonna steal your thunder (sighs) it was very bright it was very colorful uh particularly um when uh buzz was like went out into space and was kind of looping around back to the planet it was actually very very beautiful uh the colors of the planet the the layout of the of the planet they was on it was absolutely gorgeous with the colors yeah it was very uh beautiful and you know we watched it at home in our 4k tv whatever you know and uh the OLED was OLED in y'all. It was yeah, it a complete was CGI movie. Yeah. Maybe this is, uh, you know, part of the reason that, 
uh everybody is like man it's hard to be cgi right now because we getting all the projects because our old movie was cgi right um but yeah a thing that worked for me and it's gonna sound almost insulting but i really don't mean it this way the fact that it, i was able to sit at home and watch it on disney plus yeah i think this is the kind of movie where uh maybe if you have kids or something you want to go to the movies to see it but i'm an adult i know this is gonna be mostly light fair it's a pg movie um it's a kids movie i think at some point people start putting so much on these pixar movies to be like super adult to where this one was um adult ish but not you know it still remained the heart of the kids movie and right. not like a little little kid but like you know right before teenage years right anyway um i enjoyed that we didn't have to leave the house for this man because uh it looked great on the tv it was short it was worth it i think also when you leave the house a lot of times they feel like they need to add these shorts before the movie yes. to make it like worth your while and, and all that stuff so no nah, i held my attention the whole time and uh yeah i like i said i it sounds like a diss but i really don't mean it this is dope this is why i like disney plus what else did you like i loved uh buzz uh lessons like mm-hmm. for children it was lessons and one of the biggest lessons for Buzz is you can't do it alone and you can't do everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I really do like, like that's a literally a lesson to kids. Like you, no matter what you do through life, you can't do it alone and everybody makes mistakes. Mine was, it's funny. I thought this movie was funny. It had me laughing legitimately mm-hmm. in several scenes. Um, it's still kids humor. So, you know, calm your tits, but it's definitely still funny um and uh especially socks the cat just stole, stole the, the show, show. Yes. was funny in so many scenes i love how as the movie went on and you got to like near the end socks really took over as a bigger and bigger character in the show um and uh yeah the humor with what in this movie uh from kiki palmer to chris evans um to uh taika watiti just very funny scenes and very funny people what else did you like i loved buzz's relationship with alicia and i really liked that it wasn't anything sexual between them two like like they didn't alicia with izzy with with, uh the grandma oh oh okay yeah okay alicia and then okay yeah because alicia turns out to be like lesbian woke hollywood liberals cancel the show okay you know the lgbtq uh, agenda let's go ahead and get this alpha china's uh internet and back to back to stop trying to shove it down our throats that was you gonna say no oh no, sorry. i was not gonna say that i love uh buzz and uh, her relationship and like you said it, it, it they didn't make them be a couple and I, <clears throat> and i love the fact that they showed that she lived a life mm-hmm. outside of buzz and she was actually rooting and cheering for buzz uh to continue to to uh finish the mis- mission and complete the task yeah i did too and i and the thing another thing i love the storyteller mechanic of him going off into space to test this faster than light speed uh fuel and it was making him uh while he would be gone for minutes every time he returned it would be years that had passed on the planet and seeing that play out and 
that montage of him watching it years go by because he was determined as it was his mistake to make up for his mistake by getting everybody home but so many years went by that that basically became their home a whole generation of people had passed and he was Mm -hmm. almost like ironically his captain america character uh chris evans had Mm -hmm. everyone he knew had was dying or died off and now he was left in this strange new place with new rules and new people in charge uh before he finally embarks on that last mission that takes up the rest of the movie with him uh and the new fuel so i i really like that plot point um and that plot device yeah <clears throat> and i agree and it was one of the things particularly seeing people age around him was actually really unique because it was people and you could slowly see people were walking as fast people started getting gray hair you know basically one one scene uh uh alicia's uh you know son was there and they mm-hmm. say he's an adult yeah you know and and things like that so i really do appreciate them they were moving time but they was like for you because of what you're doing uh you don't age basically you have not been aging at, uh, at the rate of everybody else mm-hmm. so i do uh i do appreciate that i also love just the storytelling it was just a beautifully told story from start to finish it was really really laid out i think as far as this is pixar right yeah as far as pixar this right here is what i expect of pixar i expect the top of the line i enjoyed this not trying to be funny you can tell this was a well fleshed out story unlike luca i could mm-hmm. it was like they had the idea for luca and i think luca could have been a brilliant story but i think that they didn't actually take the time to actually engulf us in the world like they did for this like you they literally engulfed us in the world where you were where you seen things moving and you seen the planet growing and you seen what they was doing and you were concerned about the people there but you was also had uh compassion about buzz and i think uh socks is the one thing that kept buzz uh glued to the reality because like i said everything around him was going but yeah. buzz i mean but uh socks didn't age basically socks was just like him it was like no matter what he did he knew that socks was going to basically pick up the conversation right where they left off yeah it added some emotional heft to it you know pixar movies are famous for the movies that adults can cry in and maybe this is in the theater but after before the pandemic or after you know if there's an ever a such thing as an after the pandemic but um maybe in those ways people would look at it differently and people would be in the theater crying because it was almost like the up montage when that stuff happened uh with the watching time pass mm-hmm. and yes yeah, socks was his only companion and socks was this thing he started off hating and then by the end it became his friend um another thing that worked for me was it looked great yes i thought it just looked so good um the action and the fighting and all the stuff um it, it reminds you of like watching a video game cutscene or something mm-hmm. the whole movie but i like the action i like the the way you know because it's still a kids movie so they're not just gonna be blasting each other with guns and shit so like some of the creative ways they use to have like space lasers but the lasers never get shot or you never see them get shot even when they shot the vines that was off screen in a lot of places mm-hmm um and so yeah I, I really enjoyed the way it looked and the way the action flowed uh and all that stuff what else did you like uh and i know i kind of touched on it but it's going to be a little bit more in depth about life about how life kind of progresses on with or without you and at by the end buzz actually embraced life mm-hmm. because literally everything around him had a chance to live a life with him 
that's like I say every time he went out it was minutes but years and decades had passed in reality and so it's one of those things where he had put so much into it that he never really got to live his life and at the end he's like oh i'm going to live my life now mm-hmm. and basically it basically got destroyed where he can't do that anymore so now it's almost like a almost like you can't reset quote unquote you have to actually just go with the flow of wherever life takes you now yeah um and then another thing was the runtime. it was only like an hour and 40 minutes uh you do have to fast forward to get to the stingers and the credits because there are a couple uh but yeah i, I thought it didn't overstay as welcome anything else mm-hmm. all right negatives was there anything you didn't like Mm-mm. i have a few things i want to bring up um one i couldn't really understand the zerg thing like, I know Zerg was buzzed from another timeline or something that was much older, but I, I, I wish they would have shown, like, where exactly that split off came, because it's like he came back, and it was like, oh, it's an evil robot, and these robots are attacking us in the sky, and we've been in a dome, and you've been gone for, you know, way longer than the four years normally this time, and, and which that part made sense to me, why he was gone longer because the fuel actually did work this time he was going even faster which means more time was passing blah blah but the zerg thing turning out to be buzz was kind of weird and also if i'm not mistaken zerg in the toy story universe was his dad but for some reason in this version it was him but older so i, I don't it just felt weird like maybe they couldn't come up with a villain and so they just came up with this one you know um not 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 enough to like throw the whole movie out for me but it's just like one of those like huh i'm I'm amazed you remember that i don't remember that that zerg was was an older version of him no his dad oh yeah in the um in the toy story universe that's what the the lore was anyway um the other thing was um it did feel a little thirsty to put that last stinger in there where zerg opens his eyes and you know it's like they wanted to leave a room for like a light year sequel mm-hmm. uh so maybe they're trying to do like a whole light year thing but i thought this if it's the movie that inspired the toy it felt like it could have just been left at that you know yes so you know and that could be the disney impulse right disney's always gonna try to get more out of a property if they can um whereas you know uh yeah yeah but so anyway it's not a big thing but it just made me think about um and then um the other thing was they 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 tried to do tie-ins to toy story and they kind of didn't you know uh like they had to get the iconic suit they had to do zerg they had like so it's like certain things are callbacks to toy story but to like i said it, it gets tripped up when zerg is not his dad so then it's like well why do so many times the toy story in in, anyway you know what i mean just go like we we kind of we already knew what this this is a movie you can actually create your own universe right you know so at at any rate this once again those those are just small things i noticed um but uh yeah that's it uh anything else before we get to writing Mm, no oh oh uh uh when you was talking about his dad like Mm. i said that's a that's the thing that a <clears throat> truth be told most people probably forgot because it's been so long since they've seen those movies so for somebody like me i thought oh 
you just give me a story on like the little boy in toy story this is what he would have seen yeah you know and to me i understand what you're saying about the disney stuff mm-hmm. uh and it's one of those things where oh if it, it's a movie but we're gonna actually watch this movie like almost like a tv show Right. so i could see them going with to be continued you know yeah yeah it's not like i said these are very little things i don't i hope no one's taking it as like okay i'm shitting on the movie or whatever uh but these are the little things i'm like okay i can see how that would because i think one of the things that's gonna bother people is the idea of disney and more 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 right. whereas pixar used to be the company of just enough mm-hmm. whereas like we're not doing a wally too because we think this movie says everything we wanted to say and artistically we wanted to stand alone whereas now you're part of a corporation that bought you and wants to make money off these properties so everything they can get out of toy story they're gonna get you know everything they got stories they can get everything they can get out of marvel they're gonna get so it is specifically different with this property because in the past pixar hasn't really been that kind of company yeah and I so think- yeah i noticed when it's like there will be a sequel and you're like oh okay that's a choice yeah yeah and like you said in the past <clears throat> all jokes aside even if they had this idea they would have never done it it was like right. this is toy story we're not gonna branch off from toy story right like, everybody understands the concept there's no reason to to do and, and for the people that don't like that shit they're gonna not like that about this movie right it's not sometimes That's i bring valid. up stuff that doesn't bother me but i get that and especially because we get feedback i get that those will be the critiques of some people and i would like to address them even if i'm not gonna share them agreed um <clears throat> all right let's rate it zero to five what would you give it this was a five i really I enjoyed this movie and I think the biggest reason why I got a five you brought it up at the beginning was because I didn't have to leave the house yeah I I think there's the, the convenience of just being able to push play because I know we, we've seen previews for this and I was like I'm not going to the theater like I like I was like if this comes out theater only I wasn't going to see it All but right. with it being on Disney Plus I was like sure I'll sit down I'll watch it and I give it a four I thought it was really good um a solid entry into the Toy Story franchise even as a spinoff i didn't feel like it was beneath pick <clears throat> big star standards Mm-mm. um like luca left me feeling like man i i don't know if i like this you know but this one made me feel like oh no this is pretty good like <clears throat> you know i know some people have like super agendas with the pixar shit but i I'm, I'm not one of those people i've liked a lot of their stuff uh some i thought were great some i thought were good uh some of that was okay and then of course i've never seen cars too <laughs> so um i i felt like this is uh this is a quality entry um so yeah i give it a four let's go into the comments we got comments i believe these are from sailor agony the first one is on nope 11 comments this is, might be the most commented review we ever did Ooh. can i say that i really appreciate the discussion from the premium listeners and rod and karen that right there is why i love the way you two talk about movies most film critic podcasts wouldn't do what y'all did here for this film constructive fair and reasonable i really like nope it's probably my least favorite pill film but like get out and us becomes as timely and poignant as those films were i actually get the arguments you guys raised for with jupe should he have been a bad guy maybe but i think his lack of foresight is a clever take on someone who's out of his depth yeah 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 that's definitely a way to view it i'm not even knocking that i just feel like it pulled his punch because i think stephen young young as a bad guy as a villainous guy takes this film to me to another level 
where it's like oh wait a minute you know uh it kind of does remind me of jaws which i know is a big inspiration for this movie where jaws doesn't have a bad guy because the shark's not even really the bad guy and it's the mayor's incompetence that's kind of the bad guy He's killing everybody and they kind of try to do that with steven Yoon, but i'm like uh I, I needed that moment where he is evil what he does like even the mayor's incompetence comes to a point where he's confronted and goes i'm still gonna do this steven young needed that moment uh anyway i like how the connection with him and gordy panned out didn't understand it on the first viewing but resonated with it on the second viewing even emerald and oj it's not as family heavy as the other two films so i admit that i felt their differing juxtaposition from one another as subtle as it is uh now nah, their relationship was dope Mm-hmm. kiki and um um daniel they they did that it was yes, they did i actually don't have any problem with any of the acting performances mm-hmm. or any of that stuff i mean and that's the thing i keep trying to parse through is because we're not giving if eff- effusive praise in this very polarized environment it probably feels like we're saying something bad about the film when we both said we enjoyed it and thought it was good mm-hmm. just to me it's his third best and that's that's fine everybody gotta have a third best you know <laughs> everybody gotta have number three <laughs> um i love the cinematography from hoyt van hoytema and michael abel's enriching scary score i really dug this glad you enjoyed it man mm-hmm. uh let's see he also responded to the gray man <clears throat> look i love the russos and their writing partners and christopher marcus and stephen mcfeeney i don't have real think having one of the russos joe join in along with them um i guess maybe i don't like gray man takes a takes a while before we give a shit about it really there's not really a story and our lead character is given a code name with little background on his past ryan gosling is fine in the role since his reserve style works for the character he plays most of the characters are too archetypal and stoic because i feel like it's stuck narratively if it weren't for a bombastically stellar second half and chris evans having the entire time of his life i wouldn't have liked this because it's a film going through the usual netflix motions uh danush was really good until he dipped from anna De, from anna de armis uh poor depiction of a redemption character arc um at least fight to a standstill um <clears throat> that would have made more sense to me not as good as extraction hell it's barely below six underground barely below six underground but gray man is fun uh there needed a tighter competent script for the second one it needs to be shorter too uh yeah those are general good critiques i i mean you know i enjoyed it more than you uh on this one um because i i thought the action was so good and so heavy and with it being impossible white man caring about the characters is very much a a secondary thing for me in impossible white man movies like you know you literally could name like in this case you named the character six i've known nothing about his background and i never really cared like i and it's and and i know we differ too because you liked a lot of the bond movies and the new bond and there were some that i didn't like and i think we ranked them differently saying la agony because i like could give a fuck about what bond was raised in a barn don't care i'm like no get back to fucking kill like that's not why i came yeah so i think that that might be where we differ on this one because i'm like the less ryan gosling acting the better um <laughs> and lastly uh the bullet train bullet train saint lagney says a bonkers movie 
also it serves as a final blockbuster coda for the summer since things slow in august i did wish the plot and characters had more depth david leach films nail the action they just don't uh they just don't on the narrative end see atomic blonde and hobbs and shaw well yeah i agree on both of those um although it's funny because atomic blonde blonde is definitely it's kind of like the last review you said the atomic blonde is one of those ones that try to make me care so much about the um impossible white man in this case uh charlie Theron. that to me i was like that was wasted time that could have been fighting yes like i don't, I actually don't really care about all the rest of this shit get to killing uh for what it was this is a cra- fun crazy ride well that it was yes it was it was a crazy train um all right y'all that's it <clears throat> thanks for listening until next time peace peace